Good afternoon for Jim Smalley, I'm Drew Posty. Welcome to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. Coming up, preparing for harvest for those producers that haven't started yet, and the CEO of the Saskatchewan Cattlemen's Association speaks about Brad Wall. Agri-News is brought to you by the Remax Blue Chip Realty Ag Team of Marcel de Corby and Graham Toth, online at landforsalesask.ca, and McDougall Auctioneers Ag Division. Choose the alternative, McDougall Auctioneers, for guaranteed results, online at mcdougallauction.com. If you want harvest to go off like a well-oiled machine, you will need a well-oiled machine. Farmers have been busy as they gear up for harvest, making sure everything is in ship shape and ready to hit the field. Nathan Gregg is a program manager of Applied Agricultural Services at the Prairie Agricultural Machinery Institute in Humboldt. Well, I guess typically I, I like to, to say that, that maintenance done beforehand always pays off during season. So I think that's something that, uh, that I always recommend to focus on is doing some of that uh, pre-season maintenance, make sure things are, are oiled and greased and taken care of and, and keeping in mind uh, the safety side of things as well as far as uh, shields and, and those types of things that sometimes get ignored during busy times of the year. You can't prevent everyone, but I think a little effort spent ahead of time uh, generally pays off during, during the busy critical times of the year. Greg says while well, you will never be able to completely eliminate equipment breakdowns, taking preventative measures can significantly reduce the chances of breaking down in the field during harvest. I would say primarily the, the, the most common problem that, that we see is, is probably misadjustment. So if things aren't properly calibrated and set uh, at, the head of, at the beginning of the season or prior to season, uh, you can be operating along and think that uh, you're, you've got things set just how you want them. Uh, but if you haven't actually zeroed the concave or, you know, some of those types of things to calibrate and make sure, uh, just because it reads uh, six millimeters on your concave setting, you might find out you go back there and it might be 10 or 12. So, Joel McDonald is PAMI's Program Manager of Agricultural Development Services. He says in preparation for harvest, producers should pull out their operating manuals. If you sit down and read it, you know, even on a piece of machinery that you've been operating for several years, You'll be surprised the things that you learn about uh, that you've been doing slightly wrong or completely wrong, uh, you know, for years. Or you'll learn about, uh, you know, different service points or, or service intervals that you've maybe been overlooking. Today's farm implements have a lot more bells and whistles than ever before. We asked Nathan Gregg if farmers are open to the new technologies. I think there's always the, those of us that are, are more early adopters. And, and those that are a little more stagnant and, and resistant to change. But uh, I, I think to some extent, sometimes people think they're going to be afraid of it, and then as they get into it, they find out that, oh, that made life so much easier on some other aspect that then maybe they're more willing to, to adopt technology in a, different, uh, in a different area. Joel McDonald also weighed in on the topic of adopting new technologies. I think it's a, it's a gener- generational uh, transition as well. Uh, you know, when you you see the you know the young farmers coming out there, are a lot less afraid of the technology than the than the guys that are nearer to retirement, and uh, it's just the way it is. Yep. And you know, I'd say that the whole industry better uh, grit their teeth and hang on because that's the way the that's the way the technology is going. It, you know. It, uh, that there's going to be some ups and downs and, and growing pains along the way, but that's where we're headed. Does a new combine require the same maintenance that an older model would? I don't know that you know new combines 
in principle are really that much different than combines of days gone by. It, you know, they still have the same functional components and, yep. and still the same critical points. Um, it's maybe just the exactly how you adjust them from a push button in the cab as opposed to with wrenches or whatever uh, uh, back in, in the dust and dirt. So, But in terms of mechanically, I mean, they've still got bearings and gearboxes and uh, hydraulics and transmissions and, and belts. <laughs> belts. So all of that stuff uh, is where it's going to pay off to to do your homework ahead of time and get that in good shape for the year. How about for harvest losses out the back of the combine? Are the newer combines any better at controlling those losses? My message is always to, to monitor it for sure, uh, to measure the loss that you're, that's going out the back and then make an educated, informed decision based on it. And to answer your question, uh, the new combines are still susceptible to loss and since in lots of ways they're the same as older combines, we've just added more horsepower. You can definitely uh, push more material through and the losses can go even higher yet. I'd say it's a bit of a double-edged sword. I mean, we hope that manufacturers over time have been doing things that are going to help uh, harvest more efficiently and reduce losses. And so I think there has been some, some technological advancements and, and even you know, functional engineering advancements to try to assist to do a better job of harvesting and lose less grain. However, having said that, in that same time span, we've also increased horsepower uh, you know, nearly twofold in the last, I don't know, 15, 20 years probably. Mm -hmm. um, and so increased horsepower just makes it that much easier to to ignore all other feedback and signals you might be getting and still drive fast and and therefore throw throw material out that you don't want to nathan gregg has the final word on the topic of harvest losses through the back of the combine no matter what you've got for equipment whatever color it is whatever model and you know no matter how new it is it's still important to to monitor loss and actually check for it because there's nothing worse than being surprised and, and sort of assuming that this year is the same as last year and these are the settings we use and this is the speed we went and therefore we'll do a good job. Uh, so it's, it's that assumption that usually kills you and, and I think it's, it's important to, to realize it doesn't matter the brand of the machinery or, or any of that kind of stuff, it's still important to actually validate and ground truth, actually check your losses uh, and not make an, uh, an assumption because it's it's one thing to to make an informed decision and decide that despite the losses you still want to drive faster for whatever reason whether that's to maintain grade or to to beat a coming rainstorm but uh, it, it, it's always better to make an informed decision than it is to be surprised by a poor one later. Nathan Gregg is Program Manager of Applied Agricultural Services at PAMI, the Prairie Agricultural Machinery Institute in Humboldt. We also heard from Joel McDonald, PAMI's Program Manager of Agricultural Development Services. This portion of Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by Dagelman Industries. Look to Dagelman for the most reliable, dependable, engineered tough equipment on the market. And brought to you by Markison New Holland, east of Regina at Emerald Park. Visit markison.com. It's been a couple of weeks now since Premier Brad Wall announced his resignation, but reaction is still pouring in from many different organizations around the province. I spoke with Ryder Lee, the CEO of the Saskatchewan Cattlemen's Association, about Wall's decision to step away from politics. Well, you know, you can't blame a person. That's, that's hard work. My time in Ottawa working with MPs and, and here in Saskatchewan with MLAs, it's, it's not something that uh, you get jealous of how much they're under 
under scrutiny uh, for everything they do and, and the time that they put in. So it's not hard to blame a person for stepping away after after that long. But, uh, you know, I, I chose to move back to Saskatchewan after hearing uh, Premier Wall tout what a good place it is for all those years, and, and it still is, and I, I'm sure it'll continue to be. But the biggest thing that, that we appreciate is having a government that, that champions agriculture, and that's what we really look for to continue. That's not a given across Canada that agriculture is valued by the provincial government or championed or, or looked at to grow. So that's, that's a legacy that I hope continues. Uh, and everybody kind of always speaks about how personable Brad Wall uh, was and still is to this day. And just, you know, how he brings that, that Saskatchewan mentality. A lot of people are wondering how, if, if somebody that comes in is going to be able to do that. Just uh, from a personal level, when you were able to speak with Mr. Wall and things like that, uh, what are you going to remember about his time in office? Well, like you said, it's it's the connection piece. And that's, I, I don't think that's a secret that he had that in spades. And But there's a lot of people that... Uh, you know they don't get elected because nobody likes them and they're unlikable. So I'm sure there'll be there'll be a chance. the 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 biggest thing is is getting beyond the likability and and finding the principles that will will lead a party in, in a way that uh, will grow the province and and you know grow our prosperity. and And that's the the deeper thing that they'll be searching. You know that whole electoral process and leadership selection thing. There'll be a lot of digging going on yeah you're you're a nice person and all but what's what's behind that and uh for the cattlemen's association what do you need to see continue in a new leader and a new premier that's uh you know really benefited you that maybe uh mr wall was able to bring in well like i said the, the primacy that that agriculture holds in in this government is is important to continue and i remember a line about uh you know we have a over a billion dollar industry every spring and and the same again in the fall when it's seeding and, and harvest and, and selling our calves so knowing that that is a prime part of the economy of saskatchewan and knowing that it needs to grow and, and looking for ways to do that or, or ways to um get rid of the in, inhibitors out there is is key for us and we continue to look for that from from all governments and oppositions and everybody that can help us do that. Uh, were you surprised at the timing of Mr. Wall's announcement? Uh, did did some people maybe with some inside information kind of know it was coming or anything like that? Well, there was lots of there was speculation all over the place. I think, and so yeah, I don't know that anybody could could clearly say they were surprised, but uh, yeah, there's lots of that conversation out there. And uh, just lastly here, uh, you talked a little bit about your time uh, working with MPs and MLAs, and you mentioned how a lot of people don't see, you know, how much work exactly goes into a position like this. Uh, I'm sure uh, you realize that Brad's probably looking forward to, to retirement and time away from politics, just being that you've, you've seen inside uh, some of the work that uh, these politicians actually do. Well, yeah, it's tough on family. I mean, the hours are, are awful and and you're away from home, you're missing things, so it is something to that I think once you get a little more look at it, the, the shine wears off and the, and the sacrifice becomes clear, so it's it's appreciated that they that they give what they do, and uh, they, get, they get some thanks, but they also get hammered on about some things that probably you don't deserve to get hammered on, or, or mistakes that, uh, that get made, and and then you're in my job, you know, some of those can be 
learned from and moved on, and, and in some other people's jobs, they live on in the media for years and years, and people bring them up every chance they get, so it's, uh, it's a tough one. Ryder Lee is the CEO of the Saskatchewan Cattlemen's Association. Sask Party will select their new leader on January 27th. The market update is brought to you by Scott Bjornson of Hollis Wealth. Call 1-800-284-9999 for more information or to book a free consultation with the office of Scott Bjornson Hollis Wealth. Scotia Capital Inc. is a member of the Canadian Investor Protection Fund and the Investment Industry Regulatory Organization of Canada. And by Flamin Sales in Saskatoon, Southie, Prince Albert, Yorkton and Swan River. Visit Flamin.com. Prices were mixed in early trading today. Durham unchanged at 293.77. Feed barley unchanged at 144.29. Canola is up $2 to 475.44. Flax is unchanged at 446.25. Oats are down $4.14 to 155.86. Yellow peas unchanged at 288.54. Feed wheat unchanged at 136.48. And number one red spring wheat is up $1.55 to 242.61. The livestock quotes are brought to you by the Assiniboia and Weyburn Livestock Auctions. Call Assiniboia at 642-5358 or Weyburn at 842-4574. This is the market report for the Weyburn Livestock Exchange for the week of August 22nd. It was Assiniboia's turn for a regular sale last week. D1 and D2 cows sold from $0.92 cents to $1.02. D3 cows sold from $0.75 cents to $0.90. Cents. Counter cows sold from $0.30 cents to $0.40. Cents. Good butcher bulls sold from $1.16 to $1.26. We had our pre-sorted Eclipse yearling sale here in Weyburn yesterday. The only thing that was blocking out the sun was our high market. 600 to 650 pound steers averaged $2.01 and sold up to $2.09. 650 to 700 pound steers averaged $2.05 and sold up to $2.15. 700 to 800 pound steers averaged $2 and sold up to $2.15. 800 to 900 pound steers averaged $1.85 and sold up to $1.98. Good steers over 900 pounds averaged $1.75 and sold up to $1.88. Heifers were about 25 to 30 cents back from the steers. Some of the highlights of the sale were a load of 700 pound exotic steers at $2.15 a pound, a load of 800 pound exotic steers at $1.98 a pound, a load of 900 pound exotic steers at $1.84 a pound, and a load of 1,000 pound exotic steers at $1.73 a pound. We've sold three semi loads for the Taylor Ranch, Reputation Cattle. They had a load of 760-pound black steers at $2.08 a pound and two loads of 880-pound black steers at $1.88 a pound. This has been Stephanie Digg reporting from the Weyburn Livestock Exchange, the market that gets cattle and the prices too. Now the latest Saskatchewan pork prices. This is the Hams Market Commentary for Tuesday, August 22nd. Hams sold 6,000 hogs Monday, selling a range of 169 to 185 per CKG. Today's sales are expected to be around 7,000 heads, selling in a range of 165 to 183 per CKG. Number one sows delivered to Winnipeg this week are selling in the range of 51 to 61 cents per pound live weight. Hams cash hog price today is down, and forward contract prices also opened down. On Monday, the Canadian dollar was up 7 basis points, with the daily exchange rate at 1.2575. Canadian dollar is currently trading at 79.64 cents U.S. Regional cash hog prices in the U.S. dropped another $1.50 U.S. 100 weight in yesterday's trade, continuing the sharp decline experienced so far this month. The October lean hog futures contract 
is trading at an $18 US 100 weight discount or 22% lower to the current cash market, suggesting the cash market will lose an average of 250 per week for the next seven weeks. This decline would exceed the typical seasonal weakness and suggests that the impact of the two new plants that are expected to start production by the end of September will have no significant impact on the near-term cash market. The official 620 CKRM farm weather forecast is brought to you by Raymore Yorkton and Watrous New Holland, working hard to keep more jingle in your jeans. And brought to you by Prairie 6-inch eaves troughs, specializing in 6-inch eaves troughs for farm buildings and shops. Online at prairieeavestrough.ca. A mix of sun and cloud today, working to a high of 25. Clear skies tonight, a low of 7. Tomorrow, mainly sunny, a high of 28, a low of 12. Thursday, sunshine again, a hot high of 32 and a low of 14. The normal daytime high this time of year is 24. The normal overnight low around 8 degrees. The sun rose at 5.58 this morning. It will set around 8.05 this evening. Around the province, Estevan and Yorkton are 23, 16 in Prince Albert, Saskatoon and Weyburn are 21, Swift Current is 24. Right now in Moose Jaw, mostly cloudy skies in 24, mostly cloudy here in Regina as well and 22. That's Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. Once again, for Jim Smalley, I'm Drew Posty.